Welcome to It's All Beer. This is Jeremy's seventh layer of hell and my Christmas. It's the shitty beer tasting. Welcome to It's All Beer. We're gonna have us a hootenanny today. Yeehaw! Just like that time I took my mom, my wife, and my sister. Her name is Brenda. We were gonna get us a new bug zapper and I ran over Santa Claus. Of course, it wasn't real Santa Claus. My cousin stealing baby Jesus from the local church. He'd gotten into the moonshine and anyway, the church used a piglet in the manger display because they couldn't afford no real Jesus. So he took it at home, roasted us, and had us a communion. Best Christmas ever. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. And you just really leaned into the white trash. I'm you? trying to get to the spirit of this northern Idaho feast you have laid out in front of us. So, <laughs> if you're wondering what the fuck is going on, we were inspired by uh, last week we were when we were finishing up the podcast, we were talking and Jeremy's like, well, I have this article from VinePair that was like ranking of the 11 best like shitty domestics. And I was like, that's a great idea for our final like Christmas wrap-up. Let's do this, but let's do it blind. He became visibly erect. <laughs> I have I have said before in this podcast a soft spot in my heart for shitty beer. Jeremy, this is his hell. So <laughs> I mean Oh, for the love of sweet Satan fuck. Yeah, so we so we together we pooled together um uh nine Domestic beers. So, Rainier, Budweiser, Natty Ice, Rolling Rock, Ice House, Paps Blue Ribbon, Coors, Miller High Life, and Genesee. I mean... And I am so disappointed. I went to, like, three Walgreens today to buy Big Flats. That was their cheap, shitty domestic they had just for them. It was, like, 50 cents a can for a six... So, $3 six-packs. Uh, and they discontinued that brand a couple of years ago. <laughs> I only bought it once and it was terrible, but I was like, oh, this is what I need for this beer tasting. So, um, th- since we, since we, uh, uh, we're doing it blind, but we didn't have a third person, uh, to, uh, actually pour the beer with us out of the room, uh, cause my, my wife is, uh, out for the evening. Our methodology was this, um, uh, uh, Tyler poured, uh, uh, samples of all nine beers we got, um, without and put them in order without and without leaving any identifying marks. I took the uh, 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 took those. I assigned them all a random two digit number so that they are completely mixed up. And you wrote down which number went shit. To which. <laughs> no, I didn't. Hey, you I, forgot I, the Montucky. <laughs> you forgot the Montucky because when you were pour, you poured them, you didn't uh, notice that there was only that. that well, I looked and I was like, man, I feel like we should have had one more. You, you even mentioned that there was nine. Yeah, and I, in my head I was like, but you brought all your beers from your fridge to here, so... Uh, I forgot that I left that in the uh, uh, left that in the other uh, refrigerator. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like they should co-mingle. <laughs> That's what you get for segregating, Jeremy. <laughs> all right, well, let's get into it before we get uh, uh, too far off. So, like I said, what, which, what, which record do you want to start? Uh, six or 96 or somewhere in the middle? I feel, let's start 96 and work our way down. Okay, 96. What One thing I am very surprised by 
They are all basically the same fucking color. I was I was a little bit worried about using clear glasses for this that you'd be able to that especially you since you poured them might be able to discern which one was which if one of them was a little bit more, let's say, uh, um, uh, urine colored than the others. But, but no, they are fucking identical. Yeah. So and I was curious, like, y- you know how Miller High Life's called the champagne of beers. Would, like, the head retention on that stick better? But, I mean, it's basically across the fucking board. All right, thoughts on the st- thoughts on number 96? I mean, light, thin, slight corn flavor. Not unpleasant. No. Almost like a little sulfurness towards the back, but... It's got a, it's got a lingering bitterness... Detecting a little bit of, like... So, also, we should decide now, are we trying to guess? I mean... Or no, we rank? Should, we're trying to rank. Okay. Um, uh, we, will, we will find out which one we actually liked best in a, in a minute. Um, so, alright. Uh, while we are... While we were considering... Let, Let's uh, do one more, and then while we're considering that, uh, uh, I got a piece of news we should get into. Let's get into sixty-nine. <laughs> 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 it's part of the reason why I was like, "Let's start this way." This one has just the slightest, uh, a slight, uh, 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 bit of uh, extra sweetness in the last one, but otherwise, fucking identical. Uh, I don't get, like, as much of that, like, corn flavor coming off this one. That's true. I don't get as much corn sweetness. Finishes a lot cleaner. Maybe, should, is it, should I, should I uh, read out the, the uh, style of an American light lager? Uh, sure. Since we are, uh, uh, since uh, that is, in all, well, not a light lager, an American lager... Um, which is what all of these would be considered ad, as, except for notably one. And the only reason we put the one in was because it was in the, the article that inspired this. So, American Lager. A very pale, highly carbonated, light-bodied, well-attenuated lager with a very neutral flavor profile and low bitterness. Served very cold. It can be refreshing and thirst-quenching, thirst-quenching drink. Aroma. Low to no malt aroma, which, yeah... I get a little more malt aroma. Although it, it can be perceived as grainy, sweet, or corn-like if present. Hop aroma may range from none to light spicy or floral hop presence. While a clean fermentation character is desirable, a light amount of yeast character, particularly light apple color, I'm looking at you, Budweiser, is not a fault. DMS is also not a fault. Oh, light DMS is also not a fault. I'm like, <laughs> damn! <laughs> Very pale straw to medium yellow color. White frothy head seldom persists. Very clear. Flavor. Relatively neutral palate with a crisp and dry finish and a moderately low to low grainy or corn-like flavor that might be perceived as sweetness due to low bitterness. Hop flavor ranges from none to moderately low levels and can have a floral, spicy, or herbal quality, although often not strong enough to distinguish. Hop bitterness at low or medium-low levels. Balance may vary slightly from malty... Maltese is slightly bitter, but relatively close to even. High levels of carbonation may accentuate the crispness of the dry finish. Clean lager firming fermentation character low to medium low body very highly carbonated with a slight carbonic bite on the tongue strong flavors are a fault often 
what non-craft beer drinkers expect to be served if they order a beer in the United States. May be remarketed as Pilsner beers outside of Europe, but should not be confused with traditional examples. Gary, these are not Pilsners. Sorry, the manager at my store. We had a we had a debate on whether or not Miller was uh, uh, was uh, uh, considered a Miller Pils- Light brands itself as a pil- Pilsner. Uh, it, it 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 should not be confused with a traditional style. So, um, anyway, we've also discussed at length on this podcast that you can brand yourself as something and be something else. Listen to him, Gary. I'm not. I don't say this very often, but Tyler's right. All right, let's do one more. <laughs> Sixty four. Okay, there's something... Well, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. There's something... Okay. <laughs> there's something... There's something... Um, there's like a fruity... Unpleasant fruitiness, sweetness. Like, almost like a bubblegummy flavor. Yeah, but bubblegum that you've peeled off the bottom of a barroom floor and stuck on, a, on the back of a filthy It's like... Bunk. You know when you open those old baseball packs... Yeah. And it's that gum that's been sitting in that pack of cards since the 80s. That's what it tastes like. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, um while we are while we're ruminating on the uh the first uh, third of our uh, uh our samplers, uh let's uh uh, uh I want to get into one little thing. We've talked about this story before. Uh, but since it's been in all the national news and, and people have been bringing it up, I figured, why the hell not? Let's talk about it. Uh, what the hell is beer news now? Uh, We've been asking that question for a while. <laughs> we did talk about this back in episode 63, The Purge of Heineken and Seltzer Wars, but it's hit all the major news outlets um, with the headline, Jury to Decide What the Definition of Beer Is, or some variation of that idea. So I thought it's worth revisiting. Uh, this ca- case comes down to the absolute clusterfuck that is big corporate beer represented today. Um, and here's how it works. And Tyler, feel free to chime in if I've with corrections if I've gotten something wrong. Because uh, listen, this the, the 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 relationship between all the big beer corporations is as incest is incestuous as the scenario I presented at the beginning of this podcast. Um, or craft beer. <laughs> uh, Constellation released Corona Hard Seltzer back in 2019. Um, now, while Constellation essentially exports Corona, and uh, the brand is actually owned by Grupo Modelo, a subsidiary of AB InBev Mexico. And it works like this. In Mexico, Corona is made and sold by AB InBev Mexico. But due to concerns over market control and, uh, and, and uh, monopoly, uh, Constellation has the right to sell and market Corona here in the United States. Correct. So I've got that mostly correct, yes? Yeah. There's probably some quibble, but... Yeah, I was going to say. But painting broad strokes here, that is... Um, AB filed a suit in February uh, last uh, last year saying that you have the right to sell beer under that... that uh, sorry. Uh, that Constellation has the right to sell beer under the label of Corona, but not seltzer. And this is because uh, uh, Corona Hard Seltzer was cutting into their Bud Light Seltzer. seltzer. And Natty Light Seltzer. And... Um, Corona, of course, says that for every other le- legal application, seltzer is beer. If, yeah. We're, whether we're talking about 
taxation. We're talking about how it's sold, um, the restrictions marketing it, every other legal application. And it's uh, lumped into beer. Because there really is only three categories. And, I mean, in IRI and, like, data report, like, Nielsen data reporting, it reports under beer, flavored malt beverage, seltzer. Right. So there are sub, I mean, there are subcategories for market research, mm-hmm. uh, but that is not a legal distinction. Legally, as it's uh, beer, wine, or spirits. Le- legally, under as the po- as the podcast says, it's all beer. Um, but um, the the reason this is pertinent now is that all attempts by Constellation to have this thrown out have pretty much recently failed. A judge has ruled that this can go to trial. Uh, because they believe that AB or Grupo Modelo's uh, argument um, is valid, and that a jury is not going to buy the the idea that seltzer is beer. Okay. Now it's unclear um, if this extends to uh, what what this will extend legally to uh, uh, to other products. If this should if this goes to well when this goes to trial that's the, going to trial now is all but a, all but a sure thing, but depending on how this how this shakes out, the big question then becomes well does that mean that there has to be a legal distinction between seltzer and beer or does it only mm-hmm. count in this case? Um, which I feel if you open this Pandora's box it is there's no going back from it. Um. Hell, I'm not even sure the shit in front of us right now is beer, To be, if I'm being 100% honest. But um, there's still a long, slow pre-tri- pre-trial process to get through. Um, and ironically, given the way Hard Seltzer is uh, tanking, by the time the jury rules on it, they'll have to give the jury itself a definition of Hard Seltzer because uh, they will have forgotten what it is since it's all but disappeared. <laughs> but... Uh, I guess preview of coming to tr- pro- probably not happening soon. Maybe the maybe that trial starts in uh, 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 in the next year, but uh, soon the great what is beer trial shall be among us, and then our work shall be complete. <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we move on to number fifty nine? Fifty nine, yes. All right, almost no aroma. Oh God! I think the flavor is even worse on this one. Really? So you're you're a fam? I, I'm not really getting much flavor. See, this is what I do. I get like a, I get like a a. And you know, it's got it's got kind of a weird fruitiness, sweet corn, and then kind of a harsh bitter on the back. Real, I get like nothing on it. I mean, I need to cleanse. I say I need to cleanse my palate, but I feel like I'm sitting in front of a a, a, a row of palate cleansers. Maybe it's me. No, I'm still getting kind of a strange, like back of the throat punch hmm. on this one that I don't think I get. I am genuinely curious to see what what tis. All right. All right. Shall we go to number twenty-six? Yes. Like I said, I just I just pick a random random numbers between one and a hundred, so they they jump around a bit. No aroma really on it. Uh, slight corn. Gripping audio, like 
What are they tasting? We don't know either. Now, this one's pretty good. This one's not bad. Um, Get, like, moderate malt sweetness. Not overly dry finish. It's kind of just a middle of the road. Yeah. Although, I mean, we're talking about a style that's almost characterized by its lack of flavor. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is it. It's super mellow. I think even more mellow than some of the earlier ones we started off with. Yeah. Um, oh, that's a nice... That's actually quite a nice, easy drinker, though. Um, nothing, no, nothing that makes it stand out, but nothing too unpleasant, either. Uh, 20? 20. All right. No aroma. This one, this one's maybe like the pure, like the, the biggest corn sweetness of any of them so far. Like, this one has, like, first of all, probably the most body. Mm-hmm. And... Probably the most like I like corn, maybe even bordering on DMS, but not a but not beyond what would be acceptable for style. I get almost like a bready nutty. Yeah, there's a bit of nuttiness. Yeah, um, which I kind of like. Just it's just as uh, in a in a uh, in a a round of like well that that that's almost flavorless. This one uh, has just a just a little bit of a kick to it. Thank you. I don't know if I dig that like almost little nutty flavor towards the end. Um, I mean, I guess it doesn't interfere with the drinkability. Um, but I don't know if it's you're you're going for it does it does interfere with the crispness really? Yeah. And so yeah, like I'm, I wanted a little snappier. Um, but now you might be right because I think because you're because when you're looking for uh, when you're looking for that you're looking for like that really nice um, that really nice crisp flavor, which I think like especially I keep on going back sixty nine. Sixty nine has been a very good example. I feel that's still I think my favorite right and ninety six right up there. Yep. They both have that crisp finish that yeah, twenty is lacking, so I'm as I'm as I'm talking myself through it, I'm falling out of love with it. Um but shall you wanna uh, shall, shall, do you wanna do a a, a a a story while we uh ruminate on these? Yes. So there was an article from the SF Gate, uh by Douglas Zimmerman, no relation that I know of, uh talking about prohibition at the twenty twenty World Cup in Qatar didn't keep hit the author from finding some beers and we had talked about this uh over the last couple podcasts and jeremy got a nice little quote out there that uh they have worse (laughs) beer laws than uh pennsylvania uh pretty sure i'm not allowed in qatar anymore but were you planning on going to qatar (laughs) nope uh i've banned you from the worst country in the world you're welcome uh but the author does start off the article by saying, The best Jameson I ever tasted was in Doha, Qatar, when the U.S. beat Iran in the 2022 World Cup. Figured this was kind of a fitting, because we're recording this on a Sunday. 
the day the World Cup just wrapped up. So Oh good, who won? Argentina. Okay, that's why um, I see a bunch of things about Argentina. Yep. Uh so they will be getting a metric boatload of free Budweiser. <laughs> is that what is that what is yeah. that what Budweiser is doing with all the Budweiser yeah. they weren't allowed to sell? Remember we talked about this in the podcast. I don't listen to our own podcast. Uh, neither do I. So <laughs> But uh, Oh no, I actually do remember that now, yes. Uh so they talked about he talks about how because in Qatar alcohol is not officially banned but highly restricted, you cannot drink in public, and it's punishable by law if you do so. So Daughter arrives in the country on November 17th, two days before the World Cup began, and right after, FIFA announced no beer would be served in the matches. So, the first night in Qatar, he meets another American in the apartment complex where they will be staying. Uh, They go check out some of the traditional outdoor marketplaces, soak in the atmosphere, and have fun. Uh, enjoy have some non-alcoholic fun lame uh, but they decide they need to go find a beer so they head to the West Bay neighborhood where it's all high-end hotels and bars with proper licenses to sell alcohol to non-Muslims they decide to wander into an Irish pub at the Sheraton Hotel at 1.40 20 minutes before closing time were required to show their passports to ensure they were foreigners <laughs> uh, informed by the two large bouncers they have 10 minutes to finish their drinks <laughs> uh, they said once inside uh, felt like any normal sports pub in the US you had young 20 somethings trying to find who they were going to take home uh, They the real shock uh, was when they ordered their drinks the beers on tap cost about 16 US dollars each ooh motherfucker uh they said the price was similar in about every West Bay bar, uh, and it's because the levies that Qatar puts on it, uh, they put a heavy tax on it to encourage, or to discourage consumption, uh, and one notable thing, it says basically the price of beer and liquor was essentially the same at every bar, so pick your poison. <laughs> uh of course, Budweiser, being the official beer partner of the World Cup, almost every single bar over there had Bud, uh, and they talked about how several there were several pop-up bars. Oh, uh, come on. Let me scroll past. Uh, <laughs> so, the pop-up bars basically only had Budweiser there. Uh, AB InBev also held some sponsored events during the tournament where they could still buy beer, including the FIFA Fan Fest. Uh, they created a branded lounge at the W Hotel in West Bay exclu- that exclusively sold AB InBev products. Um, but he did say, it's been years since he's had a bud, but in Qatar, that was basically his go-to beer. So, um... There was a bright side, though, to this. Uh, did talk about how there was a lot less fan issues with no fans being able to drink well, in the yeah. stadium. Uh, there were. I mean, I, said, I, I would assume that there are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Said you saw Americans and Iranian fans share hugs and selfies. Mexican line dancing with Saudi Arabians. Moroccans flooding the streets of Doha to celebrate their country. Advancing to the semifinals. Um, there are reports that female fans felt safer than ever at this year's tournament. Uh, because not drunk assholes. Uh, because, be, because yeah. I mean, because, let's face it. Drunk, horny guys are the worst. Yes. Yes. But... Basically, all in all, said it was pretty easy to find alcohol. You were going to pay out the nose. Uh, and really, it didn't take away too much from the game not having the alcohol in the stadium. So, quick little update. Figured that was kind of a fun way to wrap up that story. Indeed. Especially since at one point we are drinking a Budweiser. So I mean, I... Um, I feel like we have. Um, I don't, but I, I, I can't say for sure. But let's try nineteen. Again, no aroma. See, I get some aroma. I mean, oh my god! It should also be noted that these uh, these beers are 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 quickly rising uh, past their uh, ideal serving temperature. Yes. Now that one, I get like full on green apple. Yeah. Like green apple, almost a little skunky. I mean that could be that could be a product of of it sitting out. That might also be why. Uh, also, although I keep on going back to the early ones that we that to to compare, and I mean they are getting warmer and thus you know less uh, American lagery. But um, I don't know. This might be my my new worst. You. Uh, I don't know if it's quite yeah. the worst. I think 64 is still sitting at the fucking bottom. This one has like another, yeah, skunkiness or some unpleasant, I'm going to go ahead and just call it um, garbage quality. Let's that's, move on quickly from that one. That's, uh, that's, that's even more pronounced than 64. Although they're both pretty, pretty rank, so... Ugh. Um, all right, let's hope 16's better. Um, as we are getting into them, let me pull up the, uh, uh, the article that inspired this, this dumpster fire. See, now that one, okay, I always get worried that when, uh, when the, the best beers are ranked early, that one's quite pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is... Everything on American Lager should be crisp. I agree. Crisp, drinkable, refreshing. I think it might. I think it might be uh, hit one of my top. It'll definitely probably be top three for me. Okay. Shall we do number six? Well. I want to before we do it. I want to I want to get a get a few uh, uh, get a few thoughts because like I want to read through the article a little bit that inspired this. Well, I was thinking we do six and then because I want to go back through, take a little sip, and reorganize mine. Okay, that sounds like a good. Idea. Well, I'll, we you, we can reorganize while I'm while I'm getting your thoughts on uh, on the vine pair list number six. Oh. 
Okay, that one's, again... Hmm. Although on the back, I'm getting metal. And not like, you know, good, good, uh, 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 you know, uh, Metallica or whatever. The, 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 I can't think of metal. I'm not, I'm not very metal. Yeah. So I can't think of metal band. Slayer. I mean, I don't get a ton, but just a little bit towards the back end. The, immediately it was a very neutral, very crisp, but it's the finish. I'm not loving the finish on this one. Uh, it's pushing it back a bit. So, but... Well, anyway, while we while we uh, take a minute to organize our uh, our, our picks, um, let's keep Tyler as our resident expert on what we have in front of us. I want to go down the list and uh, and see what see. Let's let let's get our biases in order so that way we look like extra special assholes when we uh, uh, actually reveal what our top picks are. Um, the vine pair list. Uh, the bottom one was natural ice or Natty eyes, baby. Uh, uh, which was, I can't, I, I, I don't think I've actually drunk one voluntarily. I think every time I've had a natty eyes has been foisted upon me. Um, and it's, I it's think been it's, a while since I've had natty eyes. Natty light, more recently. Um, it is like the quintessential shitty college beer. Yeah. Because as, as I, I mean, I did have a friend who slammed like eight natty ices, uh, in like fifteen minutes, so we he could get a brand. So get a brand, a brand of what? Like, like a, oh, like a, a cow, brand on like his a ass, cow, like a cow, like a cow brand. Yeah. Wait, he actually he actually got his ass branded. Yeah. With what? A brand we made. It, there is a man walking around this world today. That has a brand that you put on his ass? Yeah. <laughs> well, there was like three of us holding him down. And then the friend that we had that grew up on a farm was the one who was branding him. But we did a cold brand because he's like, heat brands are way worse for thin-skinned animals like humans. He's like, so we got to go cold brand. So we had to dry ice it and then cold brand it onto him. What what exactly did you brand on him? Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, <laughs> you've already I think co- co- confessed to a crime. <laughs> so like, might as, there's there. <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know what the uh, statute of limitations is for branding, but you're already there. What did you brand on the poor son of a bitch? Oh, uh, it was a fraternity symbol. <laughs> of course it was. God, <laughs> such a fucking frat boy. <laughs> So I guess what I guess I guess uh, um, uh, my impression is Natty Ice, um, uh, uh, like quintessential shitty beer, and uh, you might get uh, you might get a, a a frat symbol on your ass. Next one on the list, Bush. Bush. Become more way more relevant in today's generation. It is today's generation's PBR. Uh, all thanks to the You Betcha videos. Okay, um, I am completely uh, uh, culturally inept. Um, explain that. Um, the long you know, you're, this can be this can be a weird to listen to as we are taking long pauses to uh, arrange these. So so deal with that. Bush, uh, the you betcha videos. It's this fat guy out of the Midwest uh, who's made these 
funny like YouTube and Facebook videos, and he just like loves Bush. Okay. So drinks Bush lattes all the time. Uh, all his videos when he was first getting started incorporated Bush at some point. Gets sponsored by Bush. Like they even had him come out and work their like customer service line one day uh, in a video. So gets all into that, and then you start seeing like Bush Light like gaining relevance in the younger crowd. So it used to be the old dude's beer, then it gained relevance. All right. So, um, so what you're saying is that just based on its social media, I mean, it's so it's it's number it's the second worst on their ones, um, and. Uh, uh, it, it describes it as a lot of corn sweetness, but most noticeably a weak skunky taste. And no, the skunkiness doesn't taste like it was put there on purpose. Um, the next one on the list is one that has a weird uh, uh, a weird place in my heart because from my traveling days, uh, Yingling. Which we can't get, Yingling. And I'm surprised it finished that shitty. I mean, it is... I mean, for, for all the... Uh, for, for all the... Uh, uh, the I don't know the the good press it gets on this side because you can't get it. I mean, Yingling is just an American lager. Yes. Um. Uh. And there's it's there's really nothing special about it. And in fact, much derided on by by some people on the East Coast. Going, yeah, it's you know it's just as shitty, if not more shitty, than any other domestic. So the part that um the uh uh. uh I, the part I just kind of found charming is that there was a beer that was suddenly that has suddenly appeared at every bar once I hit Ohio, and um, it wasn't it wasn't Budweiser, so I was kind of happy. Um, next on the list, we're getting we're, we're I think we've I think we've actually marched past shitty and into drinkable because next is Miller High Life. Miller High Life is good it's solid i mean i put it basically outside of it in my perception what we're because we have a miller high life here i put that on the same playing field it's basically everything besides the fucking ice house and the natty ice i mean i feel like miller high life has a special place in the in the hearts of more people in the beer industry than any other domestic um I've never understood the attraction myself, um, although I don't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, as a as a uh, pure uh, beer geek at heart, I don't. I was going to say, Jeremy, you're the fucking outlier. You're the fucking weirdo <laughs> who never had like that shitty beer phase. where they I'm have... having it right now. You're watching me have a midlife crisis uh, uh, shitty beer <laughs> phase right here. On... If this episode turns Jeremy into where he starts keeping like a 12 pack of like fucking Coors Original in his house. I will succeed as an alcoholic. I mean, you, you, that just means that you're like, yep, I broke him. Uh, but no, I th- I, th- I feel like this one has more, I don't know, good press in the in the beer industry, but uh, which surprises me because the next one I I know nothing about, other than a, a sense of 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 dear God why old Milwaukee, um, because. It's the quintessential old man beer, is it not? Yeah, I mean that's what that's what your that, that's the beer your dad drank, which 
also probably gives it some hipster cred now as 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 grandpa pants and uh and and uh uh and you know, sweater vests have become you know trendy in a weird way maybe old milwaukee seeing a resurgence Yeah, I I mean, I I scoured to try to find it. All I could find was the fucking non-alcoholic old Milwaukee. I mean, again, not in our lineup, but Milwaukee's best premium, aka the Beast, a beer known for its chugability and its prever- prevalence at college tailgates and fraternity houses. Uh, I don't think we can find that one here for some reason. No, I remember seeing it growing up, but. Um, next, Budweiser, which, uh, I think I've made my, uh, uh made my, uh, opinion of AB InBev and Budweiser known. I don't know. Y- your thoughts? I mean, they're what most people imagine when they hear domestic beer. I mean, Argentina, beer. you're about to get a shit ton of it, so. Yeah. I mean, at one point in time, they were one out of every two beers sold in America. If I did have a if I did have a shitty beer phase, it was this next one, Coors Banquet. I did drink a little bit of this in college, because uh, it was something it was something that uh, uh, that that my older friends would buy me if I was going somewhere and I needed beer. So yeah, fair enough. So well, and my and my high school beer is not on this list because it was Killian's Irish Red, mm. which is. I don't. Know, I haven't had it in my high school beer. Was this was was course course was my, original? My that was my that was sort of kind of my college beer, but and also this one, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Pabst Blue Ribbon has a has a bit of a a soft spot in my heart as a as a good Oregon hipster. We used to buy that by the keg in college because it was eighty eighty nine dollars for a half barrel. So, um, Rolling Rock is after that. Which surprised me that this ranked this high because Rolling Rock has never. Ah, uh, so Tyler, you have a, in college. You, that sound you're hearing is uh, is Tyler rolling is dragging the soapbox over to uh, uh, to himself. Uh, in college, went through a little Rolling Rock phase. Well, we also then trying to name a pledge, uh, like you do, uh. So we named one the original Pledge of Quality because on it, it's on the back of a Rolling Rock can. It says, to the honor the tradition of this great brand, we quote from the original Pledge of Quality. So he was our original Pledge of Quality. So we cut out this back part on it, made him carry that in his wallet. And we'd be like, original Pledge of Quality, recite your creed. And he would pull it out of his wallet and hand it to whoever, and then would recite the Pledge of Quality from the glass-lined tanks of Old Latrobe. We tender this premium beer for your enjoyment as a tribute to your good taste. It comes from the mountain springs to you. 33. And would even do the ec- or the quotation marks like it says on the can. Uh... Kind of like a, the kind of like the quotation marks around J.R. Bob Dobbs of the Church of the Subgenius. They're required. Sure. sure. Yeah. But 
So I have a soft spot in my heart for this because I will always think back to the original Pledge of Quality. There's an adult human who's walking around that, that like, yeah, they made me walk around with part of a beer label in my pocket. Oh, no, it was the full can because it's printed on the can, so we had to cut the can. The top one on their list is... Nargus Narganset? Narganset? Okay, sure. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, which we can't get other than uh uh it's a it's a New England beer. Um and so I got nothing to compare that to. So I guess so from I guess my perspective, Rolling Rock is at the top of up top of their list. Natty, yeah. Natty Ice was on the uh on the bottom. Uh Tyler, are you uh are, are you happy I'm with your choice? In. Uh, do you want to go down your? Do you want to go down your picks from best to worst? Yeah. Best. Sixty nine. Sixty nine is mine as well. Uh, th- nice. F- yeah. <laughs> F- figured it got a leg up with the number. But, yeah. Uh, sixteen. Same. Ninety six. Same. Our top three is exactly the same. Nice. Fifty nine. Top four is the same. Oh six. Okay. I let me let me just take another because I have twenty six before oh six. I have. So we have 06 and 26 flipped. No, yeah, I think you're right. I think 06 is slightly better. The nuttiness on 26 just No, I think you're No, I think you're right about that. I think it, so yeah, I will I'll, I'll go along with that. Uh then 20, then 20, then 19, then 19, then 64. I got ni- 1964 flipped, but the bubble gummy on the 64 just. Oh, there's something extra bad about 19. I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with my uh, uh, stick with my uh, assertion that 19 is worse, but that's OK. We are our, our, our lists are identical except for the last two. And I'm interested to see what the uh, what the uh, what they are. Shall we shall we do uh, uh, the big reveal? Which yes. Which, from which direction do you want to start? Tyler? Let's start with with what would have been number one. The first one. Number one, 69 was number nine on your, on your list, on your uh, lineup. Oh my God, I hate you so much. What, <laughs> is, what, what is our number one beer? Oh wait, number nine? Number nine. Okay. Is Pat's Blue Ribbon. <laughs> God, you were making me worry. <laughs> well, because what was right next to it? What a murder, do you? <laughs> no, I'm okay with that. Pabst Blue Ribbon, number one. I love it. <laughs> All right. Number what, 16. Number 16 was the second one on your list. No fucking way. Holy shit, Natty Ice is number two. <laughs> no. Yes! The second one you poured. Second one I poured. Well, that... That's not as that that, that doesn't uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't make me as sad as pl- that that that's a mixed bag right there. <laughs> so I'm having feelings. So I'm, I'm, I was hoping Natty Ice was gonna be at the top. I'm proud that Paps got number one and Natty Ice got number. Uh, but Natty Ice getting number two makes me a little bit sad. But it makes me happy as shit. <laughs> uh. All right, our number three is ninety six. Ninety six was the third. Third. All right, I can Cor- fuck with this. Cora's banquet. All right. I mean, I'm, except for that one glaring error in the middle. No, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and the 
fact that there was no argument in top three, like I mean, there's, I mean, there was only minor argument in the middle, and and I mean, we just went Hayden Stein CSV. <laughs> <laughs> there's you know, that will make some distributors happy. Our number four is number fifty nine. Yes, fifty nine, which was the fifth one on your on your lineup. Fifth, two, four, five. Miller High Life. I'm surprised it scored that uh, that 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 low. Although, I mean, decent lineup. All right, now we're kind of in the middle. So these are the these are the we're into like drinkable. Um, the next one we, I went ahead and went with you. So the next one is number six, correct? Yep. It was the seventh one in your lineup. Seven, so nine, eight. Ice. <laughs> Holy shit! I am really disappointed in how Rainier's fared. <laughs> Um, I was kind of I was curious about Genesee because a it's not it's not quite an American light lager so I wondered how it would fare because it probably does have a little extra fruitiness, um, but um, so far not good. The next one, uh, and, but we're still in the middle of the pack. Next one we have on our list is twenty six. It was the sixth one in your lineup. Nine eight seven six. Six was Rainier. Shit. So you you had Rainier ranked one higher. All right. I just want to point out that we are now in... That was... So, that was 26, right? That was 26. So, Rainier had the nutty flavor that I didn't like blind. <laughs> it's, the funny thing was, is leading up to this, is and that... I would have never guessed it had a nutty flavor. <laughs> is that uh, 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 Tyler loves Rainier. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Not as much as he loves uh, 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 Natty Ice, apparently, but... <laughs> All right, so our so our uh, we're we're into the I think final we're, three. We're into the final three, which are ones that we uh, 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 we are we actively didn't like. If Budweiser finishes dead last, <laughs> that is the new cover photo. <laughs> All right, what's our next? So well, we flipped sixty four and nineteen, but we agreed on twenty. Uh, twenty mm-hmm. was the first one you poured. Rolling Rock. Rolling. <laughs> Oh, it's between Genesee and Bud, and this. All right, but this is interesting because this is where we were. This is where we disagreed. Yes. Um, because I, I'm gonna hold firm that 64 was worse than 19. Um, so which that's one, what I had. Or, sorry, I held firm that uh, 19 was worse than 64. Excuse me. Okay. Um, and so which one? We'll do 19. So. Okay. 19. Was the fourth one you poured? One, two, three, four. Was oh, Genesee was actually my worst pick. <laughs> so this is mine. <laughs> and Bud and and how? <laughs> it's the bubblegum. <laughs> I am all that is man. <laughs> I think when you're getting to see a sea ladle hide, but. Uh... <laughs> All right, a little social media here. <laughs> we'll uh, do that. Okay, let's flip this for Jeremy's. <laughs> All right, well, you have to bear with us here as we're getting a a a, a, a bit of a, a social media done. A, a, a look behind the scenes. Uh, so I flipped these. Did you Good. flip the cups? I did not. All right, so um, again, happy that Pabst won. Uh, Natty Ice number two. Jeremy. Really? I 
stoked that Natty... Okay, <laughs> now I'm going to go through and drink. I mean, let's... First of all, I'm having a Pabst. Hold on, I got to <laughs> finish my... Um, we, we, we didn't do it, but, Tastes uh, like paps. but, uh, uh, Tyler, ruminate, uh, tell people another college story while I go grab, uh, the, uh, the, the Montucky. Well, you see this one time, I broke into this nerd's house and I shit in his office. What Jeremy doesn't know is the story I'm telling you is happening right now. I'm dropping a steamer in the corner of his office and let's see if he actually finds out. So... Next time you see Jeremy, just ask him how his office smells. And here comes Jeremy with that nice Montucky. So, uh, so here's what hold we're... on. I feel we need to drink the top three completely. But for, do you have any more plastic cups? Oh yes. All right. So, so because of a fuck up, um, and it's very sad, Montucky wasn't uh, included in in this, um, but. Uh, Tyler, uh, avert, I, I think avert your eye. Or... So this tastes almost like Natty Light to me. So like, I almost wonder if my brain was just like, yeah, I know which one's <laughs> like, Natty. That's that just. We've t- consumed enough of this. We that got just, you, buddy. That just tastes like bad decisions. Uh, the what? I mean, we didn't disagree. So that's that's the part that uh, uh, um, because. It would be different if, like, we were that if if we were like, no, 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 that one. And and we did. so ninety six was our first one, and we talked about the corn. Initially, in my head, I was like, Coors always has that real corn forward flavor. Uh, right. I wonder if it's that. And then as we kept tasting, I was like, well, all of these were so close to each other that it was super hard to. Well, Paps, to a certain extent, is known for that as well. I was going to say, if you would have told me, guess, I may have got one out of dumb luck. <laughs> um, but I don't think I would have got it. I don't think I would have picked... I, I mean, there was definitely one that where, where the green apple flavor came out, um, and I suspected it was Budweiser. I don't remember if it was 64, but... Um, um, I, I can't believe I actually got Budweiser last. Now, my question about the Genesee, um, I just took a swig of it just to remind myself. Um, okay, yeah. So this is like, the thing about it is, like, this is like the top pick for the BJCP for cream ale. I think it's a different one. You think? Because that's, I mean, maybe it's just in this lineup, but it is, but it is kind of foul, man. Maybe it's been mishandled or something, but, um... All right, Tyler, um, I'm going to hand you... Uh, yeah, because gonna... the cream ale is a green can. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to hand you three beers um, uh, you're, and see if you can pick out... Because one is, one, is, one is Pabst, one is uh, uh, Natty Ice, and one is the one that we forgot. Okay. So... So you know which one's which. I know which one's which. First, tell me which one you like better, and then tell me which one you think is is the Montucky. 
which actually in retrospect will probably be easy to figure out uh, in, in one very, very, one, one easy respect, but uh, 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 I'll, we'll just go with it. Dude, it, like I literally just had two of these. Yeah. Whew. So this is not the ideal lineup. This is not the ideal way to, to evaluate Montucky, so they get kind of a pass. Although, in, in an odd way, I, I feel like it would have been nice to see Montucky to, uh, uh, take this one away. He's sorting it out. I mean, well, first one, which one do you think you like best? The hard part is the Montucky is too cold. Yep, okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, I just pulled this out of the refrigerator. So, yeah, it'd be that's going to be sort of easy to sort out. Because the Montucky is the crispest, the lightest. There is no flavor. I feel like in our lineup, it would have been in the middle. Because that's where... I think it would have sat right here. Because that's kind of where... Because there's a little bit... The, the, the sweetness of Pabst... Um, Dare I say, even the complexity <laughs> gave it gave it a little gave it a little edge. I don't think it would have broke top four. Um, so, so that's uh, uh, so 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 there's that. Um, God, that that means that Montucky would <laughs> would not have beat out Natty Ice. <laughs> I don't think it would have. <laughs> uh, I think it would have been battling Guy's House. <laughs> and never in my life did I think I was going to utter that sentence. <laughs> Uh, as we as we sit and as we sit and uh, uh, contemplate our choices, uh, uh, Tyler, you got one more story for us as we uh, uh, sip uh, sip the paps and dare I say the natty ice. <laughs> uh, no. Okay. Well, I guess we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll uh, uh, end it here then. Um, uh, uh, you heard it here first, uh, paps, natty ice. Coors Banquet, Miller High Life, and then a bit of garbage. Juan, <laughs> first, well, so let's see if I can identify out of these two. Okay. Please. The please. middle one was Natty Ice. Correct. Um,. That, that makes me wonder why Rolling Rock, Rock raids so so high on theirs because well, did they do it blind though? I don't I don't know if they did it blind. I'm guessing not. And it, but by the way, um, the author um, who is a person who uh, writes something and his name is Nick Hines. Um, that that weird uh, transition was so I could scroll up and get his name. Um, he wrote that Rolling Rock is a high school reincarn re is high school reincarnated for me, so that's his high school beer, mm -hmm. and that's why it probably ranks so high because he says it tastes of angst and raging hormones, which, if you're a fan of angst and raging hormones, yeah, it might be that flavor that comes that that comes on, uh. and it just so happens to taste refreshing on a hot summer day when you really want to get rolling. In California, thirty six pack thirty six pans get the party started, but if you get it in bottles, it looks a little classier, and people might mistake it for an import. Rolling Rock is a beer that's honest with you, except it isn't because it it, it it was bought by AB InBev and immediately trashed. Like famously, it was one of those beers that uh, uh, that uh, that AB InBev bought, and then uh, uh, fans of it in its original home uh, uh, got just 
abandoned. I mean, we're sure it just got completely changed, and mm-hmm. one will never know. Now knowing number six is Ice House, it doesn't taste as good. <laughs> and actually, I'm, I hate to say it, like, um, since I've had my prejudices uh, uh, called out right in front of me, I'm looking at you, Natty Ice, um, there is like a there is like a, a a bit of DMS or something. There's some there's some. This fruity- is not how I remember Rolling Rock though either. There's some fruitiness on Montucky that would probably would have actually rated it somewhere between Rainier and Rolling Rock. Yeah, I figured it was. In, for me, it was going to be here. Maybe even below Budweiser. Who knows? Yeah, was not a fan of Genesee, but really was not a fan of. And that was the one I, because I had not, I had not tried Genesee, and it would, it did. Yeah, rate. it is that. I feel like I just, when I was a kid, I opened a fucking like '80s baseball pack that had the bubble gum, and I was like, I'm gonna try this. <laughs> and I have that flashback right now when I take a sip of that. Well, uh, that has been uh, it's all beer, our shitty beer edition. Uh, if you wanna uh, get a hold of us and let us know, uh, well, first of all, how disappointed you are in us. <laughs> Uh, direct your uh, direct your uh, uh, emails to Tyler. Um, uh, it's or, all here at G- I hope your Stein rep tries to get you to buy Natty Eyes now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he is assuredly listening and cackling his ass off as he hears this. I'm sure. <laughs> but but his stock and trade, uh, second to last or last, depending on which one of us you ask. Um, was it me that picked Genesee last, or you picked Genesee last? I had Budweiser last. So, uh, so well done. Um, um, but anyway, uh, so yeah, if, if you're disappointed in us, direct your comments to Tyler. Um, uh, we post our when we do stories, we post them uh, on Twitter. Um, it's all beer one. I should check again. Maybe it's all beer uh, uh, finally uh, left uh, during the uh, during the Twitter apocalypse. And uh, it's available. Um, or I could just... Maybe I can buy it now. Probably. I, I don't know. I, I, should, I should look into it. Maybe maybe in the smoldering ruins that is Twitter, I can find, I can, we can go out being uh, It's All Beer. Um, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, I post pictures, including, a very, uh, including uh, this sorry lineup in front of us. Um, you, can, you can check that out uh, at It's All Beer. And, of course, if... If you've uh, if you've listened to this um, and enjoy it, uh, leave us a rating. Um, we we'll probably continue to do it. At this point in time, we're we're we're, we're well into it. So even if it's just two guys talking to themselves uh, over a, a table of shitty beer, which is let's be face it, what this was today, um, we'll probably continue doing it. But uh, I guess if you want us to stop, uh, uh, five star ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and that'll be uh, quite enough for us. Signing off for uh, 2022. I'm Jeremy Jones. I'm Tyler Zimmerman. I'm gonna cry. Yay, Natty Light! Or Natty Ice!